guy in his journey back to God. Today we're going to be in Isaiah 24, and it marks kind of a turning point, not quite a full turning point, um, where we've been having a various prophecies against um, various people, cities, and whatnot. To now we're going to have a basically a description of the destruction of the earth. So while that doesn't sound very happy and, and promising, and doesn't truly sound like a uh, a possible turning of the page from the various other prophecies against the various cities and whatnot. It is because then we move into praising God and various other uh, the various other chapters will will have praises of his and to, about him and to others. So with that, I'm going to just get a, go in and get started with uh, verse one. See, the Lord is going to lay waste the earth and devastate it. He will ruin its face and scatter its inhabitants. It will be the same for priest as for people, for master as for servant, for mistress as for maid, for seller as for buyer, for borrower as for lender, for debtor as for creditor. The earth will be completely laid waste and totally plundered. The Lord has spoken this word. So the the interesting thing is, is there is no favor being shown. There's no discrimination. Everyone doesn't matter who you are, you'll be facing some pretty serious events and consequences um, meted out by God. So, again, the rich, their money isn't going to get them anything. The poor, they're not going to be able to fade into the background. Everyone will be held accountable. The earth dries up and withers. The world languishes and withers. The exalted of the earth languish. The earth is defiled by its people. They have disobeyed the laws, violated the statutes, and broken the everlasting covenant. So this gets back into the old covenant, you know, covenant of law versus grace. And uh, I'm very grateful that we have the law of grace. Because when you broke the covenant of the law, there were were and are extreme consequences for that. Therefore, a curse consumes the earth. Its people must bear their guilt. Therefore, earth's inhabitants are burned up, and very few are left. The new wine dries up and the vines wither. All the merrymakers groan. The gaiety of the tambourines is still. The noise of the revelers has stopped. The joyful harp is silent. No longer do they drink wine with a song. The beer is bitter to its drinkers. Personally, I've always found beer to be bitter anyways. Um, The ruined city lies desolate. The entrance of every house is barred. In the streets they cry out for wine. All joy turns to gloom. All gaiety is banished from the earth. The city is left in ruins, its gates battered it to pieces. So will it be on the earth and among the nations, as when an olive tree is beaten, or as when gleanings are left after the grape harvest. They raise their voices, they shout for joy. From the west they acclaim the Lord's majesty. Therefore, in the east, give glory to the Lord, exalt the name of the Lord, the God of Israel, in the islands of the sea. From the ends of the earth we hear singing, Glory to the righteous one. But I said, I waste away, I waste away, woe to me. The treacherous betray with treachery and the the treacherous betray. Say that three times fast. Terror and pit and snare await you, O people of the earth. Whatever flees at the sound of terror will fall into a pit. Whoever climbs out of the pit will be caught in a snare. The floodgates of the heavens are open, the foundations of the earth shake. The earth is broken up, the earth is split asunder. The earth is thoroughly shaken. The earth reels like a drunkard, it sways like a like a hut in the wind. So heavy 
upon upon it is the guilt of, of its rebellion, that it falls never to rise again. In that day the Lord will punish the powers in, of the heavens above and the kings of the earth below. They will be herded together like prisoners bound in a dungeon. They will be shut up in prison and be punished for many days. The moon will will be abashed, the, sh- the sun ashamed. For the Lord Almighty will reign on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and before its elders gloriously. So a lot of people I've, I've read, you know, talk about this being a prophecy of the end times. So they're talking about the heavens opening up, the um, fallen angels, which would be Satan, also um, being punished as are the kings of the of the earth at the time. So I can't tell you what this fully represents, but it is the destruction or the devastation of the earth. And while it's not the destruction, it is devastation. And it is the consequences of, of the people turning away from God's laws. And on a smaller scale, you know, we've talked about this before. I've done that. I've turned, turned my back on God. I've known what he wanted me to do. And I haven't done it. And the sin of omission or is just as bad as blatantly doing something wrong, right? I know I'm supposed to do something, and I don't. And I just don't do it. I haven't harmed physically, mentally, you know, potentially anybody. But I still haven't done what I was supposed to, and that's a rebellion. And you can see throughout what we've looked at over the last number of weeks um, how when the people rebel there's a lot of consequences with that and so i again just thank god every day that we are under grace through his son jesus rather than the law now what that doesn't mean is that we don't have negative consequences you know i don't do something well it was supposed to be i was supposed to do and it was good for me and now i have not done something and i have consequences to that um just, you know, for example, what if you don't pay a bill? Well, nothing really happens until all of a sudden your credit gets screwed up um, or they come after you and there's penalties on it or whatever it might be. That's just, you know, quick analogy and dumb, probably not a really strong one, but there's still a consequence to it. Even if you then go and pay it, you've still had a black mark on your credit report or whatever it might be. So there are consequences when we don't do what God is telling us to do. So, that rebellion gets covered by the grace of Christ. Like we've mentioned before, God forgave our sins when we asked him into our lives. He asked our, forgave our sins for yesterday, for today, and for tomorrow. So thank God we're under the law of grace and that Christ died for us and that we don't have to worry about our, you know, going to hell because we've done something and you know, we, we continue to sin and rebel. But what we do need is to live that life more fully. We need to walk in God's grace and walk in his will because he has the ultimate plan for us, the plan for our lives. He has a plan for each and every one of us. And if we walk in his will and follow his plan, the, the peace and contentment and joy will be there. So this is a, the last day. This is Friday for, for me right now. And so we'll be having a Friday uh follow-up or finisher and um, I'll be talking a little bit more about that stuff there but again there will be a transition into chapter 25 
where it's going to be songs of praise and praising to God versus um, his righteous condemnation and rebuke of people for their rebellion. With that, I'm going to go ahead and just close up today with a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for these these words of yours, these examples of to us of how to live our lives, how to worship you and how to fellowship with you. And I just lift up each and every person who's who's out there listening to this and part of this this group. I just pray you'd watch over them, that you would open their hearts to your your words, help them to see past my shortcomings as a speaker, as a reader, and to really just hear what you have for each and every one of them, to hear what you what your words are saying and how they can touch their heart and bring them comfort. I pray that they would know that they're not alone, that there are others of us out there, that we are all on a journey getting closer to you. And I just pray that you would be with them, each and every one, keeping them safe. Hold, hold each person close. Give them the strength, the wisdom, and the power to do your will, to see others as you see them, to hear your voice, and to submit to your will. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.